Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast where based on a monthly topic, I nerd out about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Chairman. Now, we are at the end of Star Wars month, but don't get me wrong, I am not even close to being done talking about Star Wars. Today's episode, I just, I wanted to go over all the movies, give like a review, retrospective, tell you my honest opinions with them, and why I feel like a lot of the movies that people complain about aren't as bad as people make them out to be. One of the series that I did want to talk about today, but really can't, is the Obi-Wan series, because this is that series is going to come out after I record this. I'm currently recording this on the 25th, and the Obi-Wan series comes out this Friday on the 27th, the first two episodes premiere. So, I mean, I'll probably edit in an opinion if I feel like it, but Disney, why would you do this to me? <laughs> I wanted to talk about the series, and you release it at the end of the month. Why? <laughs> but, no, I just wanted to go over the movies, just, you know, give my honest, honest opinion, so... The internet might roast me for this episode, but, oh well, it's my thing, so shut it. Before I get started with everything, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so make sure you're liking, following, doing whatever. Uh, video versions come out on my YouTube, SuperTM64, every Saturday as well. There may be a lapse of videos because actual personal news before I get started with everything, I got a new puppy. So, you know, I'm doing with that. It's a nine-month-old beetle named Paco, and he's adorable, and I love him. And if you go to my Instagram, I'll post some pictures of him. But enough about my personal life. Let's talk about some Star Wars movies. Now, I could go on and on talking about every single movie individually, but I think what I'm going to do, I'm just going to group them into you know the three movie sets so i'm going to talk about the prequel trilogy as one whole thing i'm going to talk about the original trilogy as one whole thing i'm going to talk about the sequel trilogy as one whole thing the prequel trilogy is honestly not as bad as a lot of people think like a lot of people hated phantom menace because they hated seeing you know anakin as a child because they're like oh that really dampens darth vader's villainous role which i have to strongly disagree because i personally love seeing that growth i love a villain that i can you know i can see the pain i can see why they're becoming a villain instead of just them being evil for literally no reason like a lot of people like to shit over phantom menace for that also while we're on the subject of that a lot of people apparently jake lloyd the kid who played anakin got bullied so bad for being Anakin that he was he basically had to drop out of school and he quit acting just entirely all because people didn't like Anakin it's just it really breaks my heart to know that he just quit acting because that because he got bullied so bad which I would think I would think kids would be jealous of him because you're in Star Wars. You're in a Star Wars movie. Episode 4, 5, and 6 had already been established by then. Star Wars was a huge thing already. And you got to be in Star Wars. I would have thought kids would be envious, but no. Kids are shitty little assholes. And they just, they bullied this poor kid. And I just feel really bad for him. And I hope he's doing well now. I don't know if he'll listen to this, but, you know, if the universe wills it, Jake Lloyd, if you ever hear this, you know, thank you for Anakin. Seriously, thank you for... All that you did, and I'm sorry you had to go through all that. 
moving on to episode two. Now, I used to think episode two was the worst. I used to really hate episode two because I really hated how whiny Anakin was in that because obviously Anakin's older now. He's doing a lot more training and he's dealing with, you know, being with Padme and, you know, them. Well, no, they don't deal with the child thing until episode three, really. They're just kind of establishing their relationship, which I should mention, by the way, that, you know, in episode one, Anakin was nine and Padme was 14, which I guess may seem weird to some. So I just, you know, whatever. It's a movie. Get over it. But episode two, back to episode two. Yeah, I used to not like it because I thought Anakin was way too whiny, but I had a conversation recently with my brother-in-law. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I had a conversation with my brother-in-law, Ricky, and he said that he kind of gets why Anakin is all whiny and stuff like that because he's, you know, he's got a lot of stress on him. He's basically being raised to be the one who will bring balance to the force. He's got all this pressure on him. So I guess I understand why he's, you know, all whiny like that. Plus the fact that, you know, as a kid... He was taken away from his mother, and the very next time he's able to see his mother, she dies in his arms. So, I get his whole pain and everything. And actually, I saw a fun fact about episode two. Apparently, a lot of the dialogue, like most of the dialogue, had to be replaced. I think that's why a lot of people don't like episode two, because they felt the dialogue wasn't that strong. And I guess that's not the fault of any of the actors. That's just the fault of writers and everything. So... Honestly, episode two, not the worst, not the strongest, but not the worst movie. Uh, moving on to my personal favorite. Oh, I should mention too. God, going back to episode one. Sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained, but episode one was technically my first Star Wars movie. I think I may have seen Empire Strikes Back before that. Like, I knew of Star Wars a little bit before that, and I was really excited to see Phantom Menace, and I actually... I actually brought a little Anakin action figure when I saw Phantom Menace in theaters. So, yeah, Star Wars was my first Star Wars movie that I saw in theaters and what really got me into Star Wars. Um, but moving on back to uh, episode three. Now, episode three is one of my personal favorites. It's number two for me, and it's because it's just a great movie. It's a great culmination of, like, everything that's happened, like Anakin's journey and everything. You get to see him fully embrace the dark side and transform into Darth Vader. And it has, you know, the best, the probably the best lightsaber battle of all time between Obi-Wan and Anakin. And it's just, it's a great movie. I absolutely love episode three. It's just, it's great. Episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, now we move on to the original trilogy, which we got New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Now these are... These are the first three Star Wars movies that came out with New Hope, I believe, coming out in uh, 1977, and the rest of them coming out, like, early 80s. But, yeah, New Hope was the very first Star Wars movie that came out, so obviously there was a lot they had to... A lot they had to prove with Star Wars. A lot George Lucas had to be like, well, uh, you know, the thing about uh, Star Wars is... But, obviously, George Lucas found his groove with Star Wars because, obviously, it took off. It just... It got really huge, really quick. Out of the original trilogy, I would definitely say Empire Strikes Back is my favorite, just because, you know, with the whole Darth Vader thing, and there's just a lot in it that I love, especially the, you know, the Luke-Darth Vader fight, and the whole, the whole Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father, and Luke's like, he told me you killed him, and Darth Vader's like, no, I am your father, which, yes, he says, no, I am your father, not, 
loot, I am your father. That's a common misconception that a lot of people like to make. But I don't know if I said this already, but I'm going to repeat myself. Empire Strikes Back, I think, technically was the first Star Wars movie I remember watching. Now, Phantom Menace was the first Star Wars movie that I remember seeing in theaters, but Empire Strikes Back was the first, this is the first memory I have of Star Wars. Now, Return of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi was uh, was great too. It was supposed to be, I guess, it was supposed to be the end of the whole series, you know, not knowing that years later we would get the prequels. But, you know, overall, the original trilogy is, I mean, honestly, not to discredit the prequels or the sequels, but the original trilogy, in my opinion, is probably, honestly, the better out of all of them. Like, I love all the Star Wars movies, but, um, you know, the original trilogy, if I had to pick any trilogy to watch over and over, I would definitely pick the original trilogy. Uh, moving on from that, let's talk about <laughs> the sequel trilogy. Wait, did you guys hear that? I think that was the squeak of a bunch of buttholes getting tight. <laughs> the sequel trilogy, honestly, not that bad, guys. Honestly, it's not that bad. Maybe it's just because I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, but yeah, the sequel trilogy, I think it was pretty good. Maybe, you know, Last Jedi definitely not being the stronger of the three, but overall, I liked the sequel trilogy. I liked them, you know continuing the story, you know, giving more purpose to Luke and everything, just, you know, continuing their own story. And, and it wasn't George Lucas that was directing it this time. It was J.J. Uh, Abrams that was doing it, who I will say he did a pretty decent job with his trilogy. And, you know, obviously not the best, but for what he did, he did pretty good. Uh, Rise of, or Force Awakens is definitely a good start to that whole thing, introducing, you know, after the Empire fell, obviously a new order rise you know the first order with kylo ren being like i'm gonna finish with Darth Vader starting blah, blah, blah. i'm moody and emotional i'm a new editor skywalker <laughs> but no force awakens was really good last jedi is the one a lot of people just you know like to hate because of either the dialogue or just stuff that happened or overall just like hey this is an exact copy of empire strikes back except this time instead of uh, Darth Vader, no, it's a exact copy of New Hope with the whole Darth Vader-Obi-Wan fight with the fight between Obi-Wan and Tyler Ren where, you know, or Luke and Tyler Ren, I should say. And then we got Rise of Skywalker, which as of right now is the canonical end to the Skywalker saga, at least until they do more stuff, you know, if they're not busy doing prequel series of everything. But I will say Rise of Skywalker was definitely a good end to everything, you know, in that we find out uh, Palpatine somehow survived at the end of Return of the Jedi because Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader threw Palpatine into that hole, you know, and he did a whole Meh! which, okay, let me go back to that for a second because I just thought of something that really ticked me off. So, in the original Return of the Jedi, obviously as Luke is getting electrocuted, Darth Vader looks between Luke and Palpatine trying to decide if he wants to help him or not, and then Darth Vader ultimately decides, you know, he picks him up and throws him down the thing. So, the one thing that really irritates me in the like the re-releases, the special editions, like the digital editions, why did they have to add dialogue to Darth Vader? Like in the original thing, he just was silent as he picked up Palpatine and threw him down a hole. But in the special edition, they had the Darth Va they had Darth Vader be like, "No," which is sounds so fucking stupid. I'm like, my god, that's my only complaint about Return of the No, yeah, Return of the Jedi. Anyway, going back to Rise of Skywalker, so we find out Palpatine is somehow still alive. We also find out that 
Ray is is a Palpatine. I'm stepping over a lot of details, aren't I? I'm sorry about that, but I'm just kind of going off the cuff and trying to do my own opinions about everything. But Rise of Skywalker, definitely, you know, it's a good end. The only thing I disliked is the very end of the movie. Like, I feel like they could have easily ended the movie with just Ray burying Luke and Leia's lightsabers, looking off in the distance, and, you know, just the credits, the da 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 But... I feel like an un, the unnecessary end of the old woman just out of nowhere. You know, we haven't seen this woman at all. Just this random old woman just coming out of nowhere and just being like, who are you? Like, the fuck is she to you, lady? Why do you care that much? And, you know, her being like, I'm Ray. And the old woman's like, Ray who? Like, seriously, woman, what does it matter to you? And, you know, Ray at the end being like, Ray Skywalker. <laughs> I just would have loved if she turned to the camera, just, you know, facing the audience and be like, my name is Ray Star Wars. You know how many people would be so pissed off with that? I mean, more pissed off than, I guess, this prequel George already made him, but God, can you imagine? But... Anyway, my overall opinion of the sequel trilogy, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, so I love Star Wars either way, but it's definitely not as bad as a lot of people made it out to be. Now, let's talk about a couple of the spinoff movies, shall we? Now, there's two There's two spinoff movies right now. I'm not going to get to the series yet. I'm talking about the movies. There's Road One and solo now road one takes place between episodes three and four and it's all about uh Jin Russo and uh Cassian Andor they work together basically to get these rebel plans you know to the rebels to uh Princess Leia essentially and you know she takes them she keeps them secret and she has to deliver them to she ends up having to deliver them to Obi-Wan which the end of Road One ties directly into the beginning of New Hope. So, like, if you play, like, you could easily play Road One and then tie it right into uh, New Hope. Like, you just tie those beginnings together and it would fit perfectly. But Road One was a really great movie. I absolutely loved it. It filled in a lot of holes that, you know, with the whole rebel plans and everything, if you know, filled in that information. And overall, it was a great movie. And I think the guy who played uh, Cassian Andor, the character himself, Cassian Andor, is actually getting his own series uh, called Andor, which I don't, I don't know if that got a release date yet. I know there, a lot of people are talking about it, but I don't know if it got a release date yet. Uh, the second spinoff movie that I will say now I think is the worst is Solo. Solo is basically it fills in all, you know, background information on Solo and shows, you know, how he did the, the Kessel run. He did all that. And it just, it was, it kind of felt unnecessary. Like, you know, I feel, or I feel like if it was necessary, they could have done it better, you know? So Solo, I didn't particularly like, so I will, I will put that on the bottom of my list of Star Wars movies. Uh, now let's get into the spinoff series. Now I'm talking about all the stuff on Disney Plus. We got The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and we got the upcoming series, Obi-Wan, and the one that's in the near future, Ahsoka. So The Mandalorian t- 
takes place uh, some years after Return of the Jedi. So before Force Awakens, but after Return of the Jedi. And we focus on, you know, the Mandalorian, who is a bounty hunter and he's doing jobs all over the world or all over the galaxy. And eventually he comes across, you know, Baby Yoda. And basically he does all he can to protect Baby Yoda. And he wants to basically return Baby Yoda to his kind, but then finds out that he's a Jedi. So he ends up at the end of the series. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's been out for a while, so you should go watch it. He ends up handing over Baby Yoda to Luke Skywalker, who takes him and trains him to be a Jedi. Which, from Mandalorian, we get the Book of Boba Fett. Because Boba Fett actually pops up towards the end of uh, Mandalorian Season 2. And at the, as like an after credit scene for the last episode of Mandalorian, we get, we see Boba Fett invade Jabba's palace and basically kill, like, who was Jabba's right hand man and take over the palace. So, the Book of Boba Fett kind of plays off of that and focuses on Boba Fett trying to gain control of a part of uh, Tatooine and, like, Jabba's Palace and the Outer Rim and all that. And he's, basically, he's not doing it because he's evil. He's doing it because he wants to make, he you know, he wants to make good. He wants to, you know, he basically wants to rule with respect instead of, uh, you know, intimidation like Jabba did. But of course, you know, the Mandalorian has to show up because that series was obviously really popular and they had to cross over at some point. They did cross over, you know, towards the end of Mandalorian because Boba Fett showed up and he's like, yeah, I wasn't actually dead. So beginning of Book of Boba Fett actually explains, you know, how he survived because he didn't die as soon as he fell into the Sarlacc pit. He was actually still alive and managed to crawl his way back out. But yeah, the Mandalorian showed up in Book of Boba Fett and I should also mention another fan favorite character that actually showed up in Mandalorian and also Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka Tano, who a lot of you may know from the animated Clone Wars series, which I'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, Ahsoka showed up and basically, you know, helped out the Mandalorian. And then when, you know, the Mandalorian, during the Book of Boba Fett, when the Mandalorian went to try to find Baby Yoda, you know, where Luke was training him, Ahsoka showed up and was like, hey you know, he's really training to be a Jedi. Maybe you should, you know, not disturb him, not be a little bitch. But then at the end of, there's one thing that actually, we did see Luke train Baby Yoda, and there's one decision towards the end of the series that Luke gives Baby Yoda. He's like, hey, do you want to stay with me and become a, you know, train to be a Jedi? Or do you want to abandon everything and go back to the Mandalorian? So, you know, Unlike the original Jedi Order, Luke actually gives Baby Yoda a choice of what he wants to do instead of being like, oh, you have the Force, you're going to be a Jedi whether you like it or not. But to talk about just Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett just as a whole, I absolutely love these series. I love the uh, the answers or the, yeah, the answers to questions that we get from the original trilogy and just, you know, in the series itself. Um, none that I can think of, but it just, I think overall it's great. And I definitely see a huge future for, you know, Disney plus series, the star Wars Disney plus series. Speaking of one that has yet to come out yet as of the time of this episode, Obi-Wan, 
which is going to come out the 27th. It's currently the 25th right now, so Obi-Wan comes out in like two days. And you best believe I'm sitting my ass on the couch doing nothing and just watching, analyzing everything. Now, with the Obi-Wan series, as far as I know, it takes place shortly after episode three, like between three and four. And basically it shows Obi-Wan... You know, trying to stay in hiding on Tatooine while also keeping a close eye on a young Luke Skywalker. Because at this point, Luke Skywalker is just a boy. You know, he's trying to keep an eye on him and basically telling telling Owen constantly. There's a part in the trailer where I guess him and Owen are having like an argument. And Obi-Wan is like, when the time comes, he must be trained. And Owen's like, like you trained his father. And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Owen can roast Obi-Wan like that, but come the events of New Hope, he can't save himself from being roasted. But that's none of my business. <sighs> yeah, no, the Obi-Wan series looks fantastic. Now, the one thing I'm really curious about with the Obi-Wan series is how much they're going to tie in the game Jedi Fallen Order, because... Jedi Fallen Order takes place roughly about the same time as the Obi-Wan series, and it both deals with uh, the Imperial Inquisitors and everything. The Inquisitors being Sith that are hired by the Empire to hunt down the remaining Jedi after Order 66. And I think Ellen McGregor himself in an interview said that there is definitely a possibility that there's going to be a tie-in to Jedi Fallen Order, or at least an Easter egg or a reference. Uh, the one thing I'm majorly excited about is seeing Hayden Christensen come back as Darth Vader. Now, I don't know if they're just going to put him in the suit or if they're going to have him actually do voices for Darth Vader. It's just, it's very interesting. And I love that both him and Edward McGregor are back as Anakin and Obi-Wan. I, my boys are back. My boys, my, my special boy. That's my son. That's my boy. But no, I'm super excited to see the Obi-Wan series. That's definitely what I'm doing on the 27th. The first two episodes premiere, so, you know, go watch it on Disney+. Plus. You know, share with me on social media is what you thought of the premiere. Uh, another series that's going to premiere probably soon, maybe within the next year, is Ahsoka. Now, yes, Ahsoka Tano is getting her own series, and... I have no idea like when it's based or what it's going to be about, but I am super excited for it. I loved Ahsoka as a character. I loved her in Clone Wars, and I just definitely, you know, I'm ready to see it. Now, speaking on Clone Wars, I didn't see a lot of the Clone Wars animated series, but I got like general like stuff like you need to know about it. Uh, obviously, it takes place between the events of Episode 2 and Episode 3. At this point, Anakin himself is granted the rank of Jedi Master, and he's training a Padawan named Ahsoka Tano, who, this is, you know, the series is the first time we see Ahsoka, and it follows them, you know, going through this whole thing, dealing with a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, with Obi-Wan still being in charge of a group of the clone troopers, while Anakin is dealing with, you know, training a Padawan, and all kinds of shenanigans happen to... Big thing I remember from the series is that they revealed that Darth Maul was still alive because I guess when Obi-Wan chopped him in half in Phantom Menace, he didn't initially die. He was gathered up by his, 
some creatures, taking back to uh, Dathomir, I believe, which is his home planet. He was rebuilt with like spider legs and kind of became feral. He became like a true feral night brother, which is his, you know, is his race, essentially. And then uh, somebody else related to him actually found Darth Maul, gave him normal legs, and then Darth Maul swore his vengeance on Obi-Wan, basically tried to hunt him down, you know, finished what he started with Qui-Gon after, you know, killing Qui-Gon and Phantom Menace. And it wasn't until another animated series, uh, Star Wars Rebels, where they revealed that old Obi-Wan actually came across, no, Darth Maul came across old Obi-Wan, you know, Ben Kenobi, in the middle of the desert, and basically, you know, finally decided to finish what they started. So they had a big standoff. The duel didn't last long, and with Darth Maul ended up, you know, dead, basically. But before he died, Obi-Wan was holding him, and Darth Maul was like, is he really the one? Or, like, protect him, or something like that. Darth Maul basically, in his dying breath, changed his Sith ways, and is like, hey, you know, make sure Luke is the one that'll bring balance to the Force. So, I thought that was a great end to everything. Yeah, another series that's coming out that I've... I've heard nothing about other than the name and the fact that it's happening is called Andor, which focuses on the character Cassian Andor, who was in Road One. I've heard no story details about it, but it's a Star Wars series, so you know I'm going to watch it. Uh, but yeah, I think overall, that's just, you know, my opinion about Star Wars in general. Just I love Star Wars. I mean, I can, I can definitely see its flaws. I just definitely see a lot of the flaws in Star Wars. But overall, I just love Star Wars for, you know, what they are. It's, you know, just big franchise that's taken over, you know, everything. And I just absolutely love Star Wars just in general. And, you know, contrary to what people want to say about the movies, I just, I enjoy watching them. They're always a good time. So before we get to the end of this episode, I just wanted to add this little quick thing in here. I'm recording this from my phone, so sorry for the change of quality. But it is now the 27th. As I'm doing this bit, and I have now watched the Andor trailer, and I've heard about another show that Star Wars is doing, which I just wanted to add in here because I'm super excited for them. So, as far as the series Andor, I've heard a little more story elements about it. Apparently, it's going to take place five years before the events of Road One, and obviously, Votis is on Cassian Andor. And my guess is that the series is probably going to end with him meeting up with Jyn Erso and then you know, which leading into the events of Road One. So that I'm super excited for. Also, there's another show that I heard of over the past two days that really gets me excited. It's called Star Wars Acolytes. And apparently it's going to take place like a hundred something years before the events of Phantom Menace. So now we get, you know, we get way back. We get way back. And I'm super excited for this because this is, you know, we finally have some Star Wars media that takes place like, before the events of Phantom Menace, we did, we did to go all the way back. This is, like, the prequel of the prequels. <laughs> so that I'm super excited for. Also, just announced, they said that um, the Ahsoka series and the Mandalorian Season 3 will drop in 2023. So next year, we're getting Season 3 of Mandalorian and the Ahsoka series. So it's going to be it's gonna be a good couple years for Star Wars, I think. But I suppose I should probably end this episode before I'm totally roasted by the internet. Let me know what your favorite Star Wars movies are on my social medias. The link is in the link tree in the description. Please be nice to each other when you do. You know, be nice. Ah. Almost spilled my coffee. (laughs) 
But yeah, please be nice to each other, or nice to me, when you talk about your favorite Star Wars movie. Don't be like all the other forums of Star Wars and be like, Well, I like this movie, and if you don't like it, that means you're stupid. Just don't be like that. Just be nice to each other. But yeah, just let me know on social media what your favorite Star Wars movies is. Link is in the description. Also in the description, there's a link to help support this podcast. If you like what I do, you know, consider supporting this podcast. It definitely helps me out. Uh, it helps, you know, me to do this podcast better. I can afford some treats for my cat and now my new puppy. Like I said in the beginning, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so make sure you're liking, following, uh, pretty sure you can subscribe on some platforms. I don't know how a lot of them work, but just, you know, if there's anything, just make sure you have notifications on. Like, if you ring a bell or just do whatever, make sure you have notifications on so you know when these episodes come out. Also, video versions come out on my YouTube, SuperCam64, every Saturday as well. I'll try to get them uploaded on time <laughs> from now on. I've been a little lazy lately because it's just, there's been a lot that's happened the past week. But yeah, I'll try to get them up on time. But with that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. Hopefully you guys don't hate me too much for my weird Star Wars opinions. And as always, I've been Cameron. And as always, I will see you in the next episode. Nerd Nerd out. Out!